Hi everyone, Emily here. Just to let you know that this is a bit of a bumper, this Almonds of the Month special this week, because we also have a wonderful interview with Pip Blom, but it will play at the end of the show, so following the final track playout from Nigel and I. So didn't want you to miss it. Here we go, Nigel and me. Enjoy. Is that what I'm saying? Rough Trade Radio. 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 Hello and welcome back to another Rough Trade podcast and an Albums of the Month special. I'm here with Nige. We're in June. It's warming up outside. Everything's great. Yeah, the Cricket's, Cricket World Cup has just started today. Oh, there you go. Exactly. That's a highlight for Life me. Life could not be more wonderful. Exactly. And to make it just that little bit better, we have 11 albums for you this month because the US have a swap in. So there are 11 tracks coming your way. And Nigel and I are going to do our best to describe the records for you. Um, I'm just going to go straight in with number 10, which is Death and Vanilla and Are You a Dreamer out on fire records. Um, So this is a Swedish threesome and this is their third album. And this band used a variety of techniques to build this kind of empire of sound. Um, They very much picked up from that stereo lab torch from the 90s and very much carried it through I think uh, the last record was much more upbeat than this one I would say this one is quite gloomy maybe throughout <laughs> but it's kind of like this beautiful gloominess which I personally love um, it's a bit Mazzy Star in places with very that Mazzy kind of yeah, yeah hazy woozy vibe yeah. um, but as I said I really like this a lot and I think I hadn't really discovered them before until this album and I'm definitely a bit of a fan now yeah. so so yeah, and we've got a transparent pink vinyl edition of this one, limited, which is very lovely indeed. And yeah, the track I've gone for is called A Flaw in the Iris, and it's very lovely. Here we go.
track so good yes i know i suppose you shouldn't resort to stereotypes but the, you know gloomy swedes yeah the scandos too much dark not <laughs> enough light <laughs> but anyway next up we've got hayden thorpe who you probably know as the singer from the wild beasts yes and he's just done a new a new album solo album they first sent in a single to us this was years ago wild beasts sean turned it down saying this isn't going to do anything. We're not going to sell any oh, of these. Oh, really? Yeah. And, oh, uh, famous last words. Exactly. And um, their manager sort of, uh, and Sean said, if you're, if I'm wrong, get back to me. And when, the, I think they won the Mercury, didn't they? Or, yes, uh, I think they the, did. They were uh, certainly nominated. Yes. And when they won the Mercury, um, they uh, emailed Sean to say, maybe you were wrong. <laughs> Sean, Sean will take it on the chin. He's fine Aww. about it. It was a, we had a good relationship with their manager. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, he's amazing. I mean, it, it is I wouldn't say his voice is Marmite, but it is, you know, you either love it or hate it. I mean, mm. I love it. I think this is an amazing album. I loved everything The Wild Beast did. And it's just another, you know, great thing from him. I love him. Yeah. Um, the track I've chosen is um, Love Crimes. I mean, it's just so beautiful.
Hayden Thorpe. Um, next up, we've got Vanishing Twin, which I think Nigel going to tell us about. Yeah, I am. Yes, this is um, this is another, you know, in that kind of broadcast stereo lab side of a mm-hmm. type of type of a way. Really, it's quite um, or that hauntology. It's quite soundtracky. I mean, they played here the other night and they were really good. God, they had a lot of equipment. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> a lot of equipment for such a small band, um, and it's on fire again. And who fire on fire this year? Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's another. It's a great album. We have a, a special gold vinyl version of it as well. Very nice. And the, there is also a cream and black swirly picture disc version as well. Oh, and I yes. don't recommend listening and watching at the same time. <laughs> I think it will make you sick or psychedelic, <laughs> oh, one or the other, yeah. or probably both actually. Really anyway, so. the um, the track I've chosen is Magician's Success. Which is oh, I like that. I like that for a title. Yeah, no, no. It's a great <laughs> I mean it's a great song as well. So here we go. Magician success. <laughs>
Banishing Twin there. And next up, we are going to slow things right down and calm everything yes. right down with Alluvium and Piano Works out on Temporary Residence Limited. So this is Matthew Cooper, who is an Oregon-based musician and composer. And it's his first album of piano, solo piano, sorry, since his 2004 release, I believe. Um, and it was recorded using techniques to enhance songs written a while ago, as well as new songs. So, as I mentioned, this is super peaceful, very satisfying sounds that kind of like just gently ripple along. It's, to not sound cheesy, but it's just that total relaxation music. And I just think you said this is one of those classic artists that's on all those like kind of chill out yeah. playlists because it's just so beautiful and relaxing. Um, and it does very much sound like it could soundtrack some kind of really lovely art film it's on my wellness playlist yes that's the one <laughs> that's, that's the classic the if classic i had line. such a thing <laughs> yeah. um and delia who writes the the copy for the fold has written it's like watching a movie with your ears which i think sums yes. it up perfectly yeah. really my daughter plays piano and she loves this yeah and it, it's, very, very it's deceptively simple not simple it's just uh deceptively low-key it is very beautiful i think yeah really lovely i really like it yeah um and the track I've gone for is called Underwater Dream, which sounds as beautiful as it sounds.
there you go. It, it also comes as, um, as a double CD with some extra tracks and also a triple LP oh, yes, with some extra LP. tracks, which is uh, a really good. I think this sort of thing is really suitable for CD myself. But, mm. uh, you know, okay. call me old. But um, I just, you know, just you can just put it on and let it, you know, play. Yeah. Anyway, next up, quite the other end of the spectrum <laughs> <laughs> to Alluvium yes. are the Petrol Girls, Cut and Stitch on Hassle. Um, wow, this rocks. It really I mean, does. It really rocks. The, the clues in the title, Petrol Girls. <laughs> yes. And it's, I mean, very old school. Yeah. But, I, mean, if you, I mean, if you like, you know, Bikini Kill or Refused, that sort of thing. Mm. I mean, it's like punk rock, mm. but um, modern, political... I mean, they rock. They totally do. I think yeah. they did uh, installs at all three yes. of the UK shops. They have, and yeah. um, they played Rough Trade East last night, and I was still here when they were sound checking, and it was literally just screaming down the mic <laughs> for the check, like this high pitched wail. It was kind of awesome, but when you're trying to do a bit of work, it was quite like <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> made jump. But yeah, they are yeah wild. Yeah, I love their passion. Mm. I mean, they're they're furious, and I love it. Um, the track I've chosen is Big Mouth. And this rocks. Let's go. Like when you say no or fight back or even just 
disagree. You're the one that's the fucking problem. That was Petrol Girls. Now we've recovered from that, we're going to calm down again with a bit of um, Mac DeMarco, who has released his new album, Here Comes the Cowboy, out on his own label and also through Caroline International. So Canadian Mac, this is his fifth album. Um, It was recorded in his garage on his own collection of vintage and analogue equipment. We love Mac here at Rough Trade. Um, I think it's been really, really lovely to see his career grow and grow. We obviously had the Rough Trade exclusive Salad Days, late last year which was brilliant and flew out the door so very very welcome to have another of his records and we've got this on rough trade exclusive vinyl as well yeah we've got this on a lovely turquoise colored vinyl but yeah it's kind of it's it's more of that slacker song slacker song vibe slacker song <laughs> slacker song vibe super laid back vocals very smooth very soulful um there's a lot of atmosphere i think to max music and i find it can kind of sound very troubling and calm at the same time and this album is quite croonery in places as It is, well. yeah. I find it a bit more listenable than some. It's a mm. bit more, it's less woozy. Yeah. I find that kind of like wooziness, it makes me feel sick. Yeah, or drunk. Uh, uh, exactly, <laughs> yes. And this is less woozy and more sort of slacker. I really like this one, actually. Yeah. I was quite surprised how much yeah. I liked it. So, yeah, Max back. And the track I've chosen is called On The Square, and it sounds like this. Rectified 
Marco. Now we're on to number four. So this is the switch in for the US this month, which is Amel and the Sniffers. Now Amel and the Sniffers have been kind of building and building for a little while now. And we've certainly been very aware of what they've been up to um, at Rough Trade. And they finally released their debut album um, out on Rough Trade Records in the UK, but ATO, I believe, in, oh. in the US. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Melbourne's Mightiest is Amy Taylor on vocals, Deck Martins, Bryce Wilson and Gus Roma. And they're coming right back at you with 11 tracks. Um, I think if you've seen them on tour, then you'll know some of these songs really, really well by now. But there's also some really fresh ones in there as well. So it's that pub rock swagger, punk anthems in a really kind of stompy, sweaty fashion. Um, I spoke to them on the podcast uh, the other week, actually, about their sweatiest gig ever. And it's just like (laughs) the most revolting, amazing situation. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, just nonstop musical action that will pound you into the ground until you admit that they're the best band (laughs) in the world. Um, They're impossible to ignore especially now they are the face of Gucci sunglasses. Exactly. Which I think is frankly amazing and brilliant and probably just shows how much of an impression that they've made. Um, The track I've gone for is Angel, which is probably one of the more chill songs, if the word chill is even in Amal and the Sniffers (laughs) vocabulary. Um, But it's really great. And here we go.
was Amel and the Sniffers. I forgot to mention that it's on a limited egg colour vinyl in America and you can get it on a limited green vinyl in the UK. She is amazing live. She is amazing. I mean, incredible. Yeah. Um, and the bass player loves cricket as well. Does was, he? Yeah, he loves oh, it. Well, he's got a mullet and he talks cricket. <laughs> I mean, what, you know. Yeah. That's fantastic. Is that deck? Uh, he's tall. The long, dark. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yes. Yeah. And it is a mullet, I tell you. Yeah. But he's a huge <laughs> cricket fan. He's, I think, from what you're saying, it sounds like he was quite a good player in his time from Western Australia. He's very kind of tall and slim. So yeah, exactly. He could be a bowler, I would say, yeah. yeah. But, you know, Australia. Yeah. Tuh. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we've got BCUC from uh, uh, South Africa, Soweto, South Africa. And although it's... It is... They... It's kind of African music, but it's not really. It's beyond African music. It's another one of these crossover things. It's um, it's electronic gospel, but with definite Sowetan sort of uh, roots in there. Mm. We they played at um, um, WOMAD last year, okay. and I saw them there, and they were amazing. Oh, really? And they were so fantastic. Yeah. So which has meant I got in touch with them for when this. So this new album we've got from them, um, they've done a very nice three hundred copies on transparent vinyl for us. Very which nice. Is very nice. I mean, I love that thing where you see somebody sold a load of their records, and then it car- it carries on as a bit like yeah. the Mac and the Amel. Yeah. You know, they've come back and say, "Oh yeah, that's thanks for that. Let's do this as well. Yeah. Great. Yeah." Definitely. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're amazing live as well. I think they're over here for some festival shows. Um, and on this one, they've got Saul Williams featuring on this one and Femi Kuti as well. Um, and the tra- track I've chosen uh, is Isivungu Vungu. Mm. I think, I'm not sure if that's how you sell it, but it's, I mean, it's just great. I mean, they they do play long tracks though. So this is just an edit of it. Um, but yeah, an amazing band, I think. And if you get a chance to see them live, see them live. Please like it. Red metal beneath the terror, virtual pathways. 
Mystery Lights. Yeah, too much tension on Daptone offshoot Wick Records. I mean, this is just like gonzo garage rock. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, I just love it. You know, yeah, garage. It's it. less sort of sixties garage and more kind of seventies garage. This one is a bit more, yeah. a bit more Patty Smith, a bit more not Gang of Four, but a bit more New Yorky garage, I suppose. Um, I just love it. Yeah. I love everything Wick Records do. Yeah. I think they're the, really great ladies. Yeah. I mean, I love Daptone as well. I mean, I just think they have such sort of high standards. They just put everything they do. So, I mean, it's a thin line between being, you know, retro in karaoke and doing sort of retro, but doing it in a new way. Mm. And I think mm. they they do it they do it in a new way. They just do it in a great way, I think. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I love them. And they've done, um, we love it so much, they've done us a 300 copies on vi- yellow vinyl as well. Which makes me happy. Lovely, yes, I exactly, copy. Yeah. It's very nice. It's yeah, very nice exactly. on the turntable. Oh, good. <laughs> Doesn't make you sick when it plays. No, no. Um, and the track I've chosen is Too Much Tension, um, which is great. In fact, they had a track on um, Counterculture last year as well, didn't they? Oh, did they? they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, it one. was the one about uh, record shopping, I think it was. Okay. It was great. Anyway, here we go. Um, too Much Tension. <laughs> Too much tension, I cannot stay. 
So that was the Mystery Lights. I think that track is wicked. Yeah. It's so good. Um, next up, and the penultimate one for June, is Flying Lotus with Flamagra. That's how I'm going to say it. Flamagra. Yeah. Flamagra. Yeah. Um, out on Warp. So the maestro, maestro, returns after a five-year absence. Uh, he's been spending some time collaborating with Kendrick Lamar, directing a movie, producing Thundercat, who we're big fans of, obviously. Um, and this album features an absolutely incredible lineup of collaborators. We've got Anderson Pack, George Clinton, Solange, Toro Waimois, who featured in our albums of the month this year at some point, I believe. Um, David Lynch, Little Dragon, to name but a very, very few. Um, so we've got funk, we've got jazz, we've got hip hop, we've got soul, we've got dance music <laughs> and various indefinable global and tribal yeah. sounds. It, it just seems to cover every genre. Um, it's just such, it's a really, really rich piece of work, I think, uh, very diverse. And we are very lucky to have this on a Rough Trade exclusive double red vinyl which is very lovely indeed. The track that I've gone for is called The Climb, and I picked this because it's the Thundercat track, who was one of our albums of the year back in 2017, Something I think. Something like that, yeah. And whose album was actually produced by Flylo. So nice little story weaved in yeah. there. Um, but yeah, this is great. And again, really excited to have the exclusive. <laughs>
That was fantastic. In fact, Fly Low was going to be our album of the month. But it, got, oh, really? it, yeah, it was booked in to be the lead album of the month. We love it so much. But it got pulled because it got the date changed at the last minute. So um, we had to change it to something else, yeah. which is a shame. But we, it's here now, and it's still such a great album. You know, it's a real, you know, melting pot, isn't it? Yeah. Everything thrown yeah. in. Yeah, and, and I can't believe up. how many people are on it. It's yeah, no, I know. a real lineup, I know. superstar lineup. You didn't even mention um, Tierra Whack. No, I like who, you know. Just had to leave people off, yeah. but yes, there are many more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, our lead album month this month is Pip Blom, which we are Hello. super excited about. Yeah, love I mean, Pip. Yeah, love Blom. Love Pip Blom. <laughs> yeah, I mean she's great. I mean it's just such a great album. Really, really is, and I've loved how I think they played Rough Trade Recommends yeah. maybe last year, year before. They've just been touring like a dog. Like they're <laughs> everywhere. They're every festival. They're all over Europe. They're, you know, just really, really, I think a really hard-working band, but also just really lovely people. Yeah. Like, they're so happy to chat after a gig and, you know, they seem very humble. So that's, I think, really nice as well. Yeah. And they, I mean, they've certainly put in the time. And we've got um, every every copy you buy from us comes with a bonus CD of three radio tracks. And we also have um, the only colour vinyl version in the world, which is uh, white, mm. which is really nice. That's and, I mean, just a little fact for everybody, for older people out there, um, Pip's, oh, and Tender's dad was Irwin in... Uh, Eaton Crop. This oh. is from the early 80s, you know, all you young people out there, you know. <laughs> but that was my time. And um, Peel used to play them all the time. I can't remember ever seeing them, but I guess I must have done sometime. I used to play with the membranes and people like that. Um, but yeah, there's, I love a little bit of information like yeah. that. It just yeah. makes you feel old when, you know, people you've seen play and their children are playing in yeah. bands and yeah. putting out records. Yeah. It happens in sport a lot. I it see. Does. You it know, <laughs> sons of sons of uh, you know cricketers and things like that. You think, wow, how old? Really does run in the family. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Anyway, um, Daddy Issues is the track we've chosen. Is it that is. okay? Yes. Em? Yes. One hundred percent. I don't know if that says anything about me. I don't think so. <laughs> um, but it's uh, yeah, Daddy Issues. I mean, a great band, and we would love them so much. And they're doing in stores all round, I believe, aren't they? Yes, they're playing Rough Trade. Well, at the time of recording, they are playing Rough Trade East this Friday and I'm hoping to get Pip on the podcast yeah, that'd be so great. hopefully we'll have a chat with her coming up after this segment so that'd be exciting yeah um, perfect but yeah go out and get it it's great yep. here's Daddy Issues and thank you very very much for listening and we will see you in July bye bye
So, Pip Blom, welcome to the Rough Trade podcast. Thank you. And congratulations on your debut album, which is the Rough Trade album of the month for June. It is. Thank you so much. Which is so exciting. (laughs) We've got a beautiful, I think it's a world exclusive colour edition, Mm -hmm. white vinyl, very beautiful. We're very excited. Um, how are you feeling about the fact that your boat has finally sailed? I've been wanting to say that all day. <laughs> um, That's good. So the reactions have been pretty amazing. good so far. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's really nice. And um, it's a bit weird because we are on tour. Mm. So it you've got a lot less time to think about stuff like that or to uh, yeah, check your phone or all that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, but we've been setting it for a few shows uh, already. Mm-hmm. And I think people are really into it so far, which is it's very cool because, um, yeah, you make something that you think is quite good because otherwise you wouldn't release it, of mm. course. Um, but then that doesn't say anything about the rest of the world. So, yeah, I, th- I think that was a bit more frightening than I thought it was going to be but now I'm, I'm a lot more relaxed because we've done it we can't change anything about yeah. it and I'm still really happy I guess is it is it that thing of you're really happy with the album right it's ready to go but then there's this slight nervousness about mm-hmm. oh but what if other people yeah. aren't into it as much as I love yeah, it but, a chance. yeah, yeah. But, and also it's it's a bit weird because there's so like I think there's half a year maybe more than half a year ago that we since released we the album since mm. we made it uh, since, since we made it yeah <laughs> released no. uh, since we recorded it which is also a bit funny because um, yeah that's like I mean that that is how it always works yeah. I think in the music mm. industry because yeah. there's loads of delays but we've always. never done it like that. we've never because usually we well, maybe once. Or yeah, the, the come yeah. home stuff was like yeah, really true. old, yeah. and people were like, "Whoa, this is your freshest, newest sound." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> we yeah. made this two years ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. no, but it's, I think we're overall very happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. Well, you've been making music, I think, since 2016. Yes. So about uh, just over three years, which mm-hmm. three years—that's an incredible time to get to the the point that you guys are at and having amassed such an incredible fan base yeah. and so many fans and support and love. Um, when you started writing yeah. and recording and releasing music, did you ever think that you would be in this position now just three years down the line? Um, okay, I don't so think we were really... Thinking about that? Yeah, it's mean? like we didn't... I think we didn't set too many expectations for ourselves. No. We just enjoyed making music, playing mm. shows. Yeah. Um, and just more and more cool stuff kept happening, but it yeah, but wasn't really like, I mean, obviously the dream of Glastonbury and stuff like that, but not anything like, if this doesn't happen, we'll be sad or we no. want to be here in three years. We want to play these festivals. Yeah. You know? It's no. just, we, we kind of see what happens. Yeah. Just kind of take it as it comes yeah, and enjoy exactly. each yeah. moment as a, as a new kind of success. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I think we were very lucky as well because oh, from yeah, the start, like people, so when I released the first four songs, I recorded them at home. They were just like demos, really. Mm. Uh, I still love them, but still, it's kind of demo quality, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but then it got picked up by Mark Rowdy, for example, and that was, there wasn't even a band back then. So it was just straight from the beginning, which was sometimes also quite hard because I had the feeling that we had to catch up with what was happening around us in sure. terms of... Um, uh, attention and people asking for us to come and play shows yeah. when there was no band or and then when there was a band there was no experience whatsoever 
and uh, no money and yeah. just so yeah. that was a really weird thing. So I think after a year I felt really comfortable in what we were doing. I felt that that we kind of we knew how to play live, all that kind of stuff. And um yeah, that's when I I started really really enjoying it. Yeah. Because at first it was quite worrying to me that I yeah. felt like oh my god. So you had this music but you didn't have like the band and you suddenly no. had to be like, "Oh my god, how do I create a yeah. band and yeah, and and fund it and mm-hmm. put it together and yeah. tour and Yeah, and it's 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 pretty it's like making music is amazing, but there's a lot more if you want to be a touring band or like artist playing abroad. Uh, there's a lot you have to fix. For example, we were too young to drive or to hire a van back then. Okay. To rent one. Yeah. Well, to rent a van. So we always needed to fix older people who could drive and all that kind of right, stuff. Okay. And also, doing all the driving on your own isn't ideal because no. you're already quite tired yeah. Yeah. and yeah. driving late at night and yeah. stuff. It's not, yeah. Yeah, but luckily, I guess time has gone by. You've fix things and yeah, just, just make, learn. learn you know, meet new people as well. Uh, yeah. Which so. helps. Yeah, just build up a network. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. You do seem like an incredibly hardworking band. You're, you seem to be constantly touring. Mm-hmm. And I, the one thing that stands out to me is every time I've seen you guys play a gig, be it at Rough Trade when we had you for Rough Trade Recommends at Rough Trade East or like gigs in London, etc. You just look like you're having the absolute time of your life. Is that like one of the most important things for you guys as a yeah. band? Yeah, yeah definitely. Because sure. yeah. that's what started it, basically, the fun. <laughs> so if it's not fun anymore, then... Why do it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, because it's not like we're loaded anyway. Exactly, that's the thing. We Because we didn't... Same, still the same thing we said before. Uh, without We didn't set too many expectations for mm-hmm. ourselves. So it, we never got into this to make loads of money or anything like that we just did it because it's fun and we're still yeah. doing it because it's fun so yeah. that's still the main reason yeah, yeah and sure. i think if it wasn't fun anymore for me i would just quit yeah because yeah. i think it's very important to do something Unless you'd make a real yeah. big amount of money <laughs> but know? that's not i think that's, <laughs> that's not even close. The, yeah. Yeah. so no but i think it's very important to stay true to what you like doing and um especially because touring and being in a band is is a bit intense, I would mm. say, mm. Uh, especially on our level because we are away quite often. Yeah, but we do have a small van. Um, we have to drive for a long time during the day, so we don't have a sleeper or anything fancy, which is all fine. <laughs> I mean, I'm not complaining, but it makes if you if you're not into doing this, it's I think it's a nightmare. Some good yeah. reasons not to do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I guess that really shows that you have to be. I have a lot of bands and artists that come in here and say one of the most important things when you're starting a band or building a band is that you get on with the people that mm. you create the band with yeah. and you just Definitely. support each other all the time and you just make sure you're having fun yeah because yeah. i sure. guess it it must be a nightmare if you don't really get on or yeah. people are arguing or someone's not yeah. happy yeah. yeah if there's frustrations they'll just build up more and more because you're like on each other all yeah. the time so. yeah and i guess for you guys especially not only do you get to share your little moments and your successes in your album and touring and everything as friends, mm. you guys also get to do it as family because you're mm-hmm. brother and sister. So Beautiful. that must be really special. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's lots of fun. I wouldn't want to do it with anyone else. No? Um, but I do also think that he's the most annoying one out of the band. So. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think we get on really well. And yeah? It's, yeah, it's really nice because our mum and dad are very involved as well. Not in an annoying or like overly attached way but just 
the really nice, so our really dead, supportive. yeah, they're known like Chris Jenner of the Kardashians. <laughs> they're a bit no, more exactly. like, a bit more more. Yeah. Yeah, 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 because our dad is here today. He, he wanted to surprise us, but then we were running out of merch. So then he was like, I really wanted to surprise you guys and come to London, but now, um, how much merch do you need from home? <laughs> oh. So he's he's got a suitcase full of new oh t shirts, all that kind of stuff. So it's just it's amazing, and our mum has come in. Um, with his birthday and all that kind of stuff. It's just, um, to me, why it's very nice as well is there isn't anything as, um, like, um, how do I, I want to, so what I want to say is when you're away as much as we are, I've, I struggle a lot with not having the feeling of a home. Mm. So the only place that you are all the time is the van that isn't like really cozy or a nice yeah um, you, can, you can't really space. unwind yeah. yeah yeah and in a hotel room you get a new hotel room every night you get yeah. new venues every night you see new people every night and on the other hand you're with the same people uh but then when my mum and dad are there sometimes it, i think it's really nice because we just go we just bring a little piece of home yeah, yeah. Well, they definitely do <laughs> and then we go for dinner with them and then it's just yeah it really helps me um, sometimes when it's a bit tougher, stay sane. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you run when you finish a new song? Do you play it to them as oh, part yeah. of your process? Yeah, send to the to the family. Yeah, I yeah. send an email to uh, to the three of them, and then they yeah. can let me know what they you think. You usually hear our dad playing the song for the next few days on repeat now. <laughs> <laughs> well, his headphones, yeah. his headphones Too are not loud, soundproof, yes. so you can hear it really oh, loud. That's amazing. So. Your album, Ben, what are your kind of hopes for it? Are you going to tour it for the rest of this year? And then are you writing more music? What's kind of the, the um, next steps? Well, it's that's a funny question because we have never done anything like releasing an album. Mm. And an album is a pretty big thing, especially in the music industry. Um, so I've got no clue. If people like it, which it looks like they do, maybe we get to play for the next year with the album. Mm -hmm. uh, if people don't really like it and forget about it really soon, we've got lots of time on our hands to write the second album. Yeah, but um, you're already writing some yeah, songs. I'm already, home, right? yeah, I am trying Just to. Just some demos. Yeah, but it's yeah. difficult because especially uh, the summer months are really busy mm. yeah. and we're already time. fully booked. Time, time, time. Yeah, till December. Um, so we've, we're going to do a, a big tour in Europe and UK and the Netherlands and then we're also going America to America well, yeah. which is really oh, cool. Oh wow. Is that your yeah. first time touring? Over no, there? we've done the... Yeah, first time touring. Yeah, we yeah, did South by Southwest. Okay, sure. Our own shows, so. Yeah, so that's going to be very exciting. Um, but then, I'm not sure what the new year will bring. That that all depends on... Yeah, what this year brings basically. Yeah. We'll yeah. just have to see. But yeah, but I would love to write some new stuff because I think it's very important. One of the fun things of playing is playing new songs as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if we would be playing the same songs for one whole year in a row, I would go crazy because yeah. it's not fun. There's no challenge. No, and you've lived with them for a lot longer than the audience yes. has. Yeah. Yeah. So. And how I always see it is because we don't go to school or we don't have a job uh, anything other than this you need to challenge yourself yeah yeah like but it's time. it's in a kitchen oh, yeah, so yeah. it's not that challenging for your not brain like a career yeah, yeah. it's yeah. not something you get nervous about so i i'm always like i need to get the nerves back so then i really like playing new songs because it gets you like yeah i guess on the flip side of that though i think it's really nice that you guys have given 
this album a lot of breathing space. I think some bands that kind of generated this interest as quickly mm-hmm. as you did would rush out an album to kind of capitalize on yeah. that initial kind of buzz. And I feel like you guys with the the seven inches and the the EPs have yeah. really given yourself time to make yeah. a yeah. set of tracks that you're really happy to package together and put out yeah. as a record. Yeah, that definitely. And I think that's very important to me because I always felt that um in my opinion, an album isn't as important as it is uh, to journalists. So journalists thrive on albums. I don't really. I like it if it's a great album, but I also like EPs. Um, and with making one, I felt really um, like you have to. It's it's really cool because you have a lot more time to do different stuff than mm-hmm. just the singles or whatever it is. But then also I thought that we needed some time to get more developed and to be really in a space where we all thought this is the best that we can be at this point yeah. in time. And that's when we we recorded the album, which I think it was the best timing ever. Because if we would have done it a year ago, I don't think it would be a really good representation of where we are now. Mm. When this is still a very good representation representation of the four of us yeah so we had some lineup changes and now we've been how long has derek been in here like half year just before the album yeah but because time's really warped when you're on tour all the time because it it feels to me like this is the longest lineup we've ever had yeah Yeah, like he's been in the band for three years jenny has been in there for four years yeah uh, <laughs> That's the band only exists for three years so that doesn't make any sense i got my facts wrong (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah, we recorded the album with the lineup we have now, and it, I agree, it feels most fitting uh, record of it us with? now. Yeah, yeah. Mm, how, yeah. how it sounds and mm. how it feels. Yeah, which is yeah, good. Yeah, which is a much better position to be in than to put something out and then look back on it and think, well, oh, it wasn't quite yeah. Yeah. quite us. No, yeah. of course you don't want that at all. No, no, no. Especially if you have to play a lot more shows yeah. with the album as well. Yeah, a hundred percent. Well, thank you so, so much for chatting to me today. You you. are playing your album release day party show here at Rough Trade East tonight, which we can't wait for. Um, Congratulations again on the record. It's so brilliant. We are all so excited about it. And we can't wait to see what you do next. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, just before you go, could you pick a track from that album that we can play out? The only one it can't be is Daddy Issues because we would have had that just before. Is it Tinfoil? Tinfoil? Yeah. Awesome. Pitbull, thank you very, very much. Thanks for having us.
Trade Radio. Reviews and subscriptions help to support what we do. So if you like what you hear, then please rate us on iTunes.